This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hani Balqis, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Thursday, April 1st. <laughs> April Fools. But we're not going to be fooling anyone today, ladies and gentlemen, because... You already fooled all of us today. Why? <laughs> you did. I did? Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. I sent the April Fool's message on the on the group for uh, Pulse95 presenters. Yes, indeed. Happy Thursday to everyone tuning in to us right now. It is my favorite month of the year, and I wonder why. Because her birthday is in three days. It, it's In four days. Four days, yes. yes. So we have a packed show in store for all of you to help you celebrate this new month and this Thursday. Coming up on the show, we're talking all about It Is A Lot launching what I believe is one of the best innovations that we have had to date because they are launching an accessibility mm-hmm. tool so that they can help autistic people surf mm-hmm. the internet in a very easy manner. What are the different tools that they're launching and how will they be helpful? We're going to be giving you all those details mm-hmm. in just a few moments. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you like to drink air, you know, like you can just, I'm drinking it right now. You can do that soon enough because right it here. It reminded me of something a lot of, uh, a lot of mothers would yeah, say. Yeah, called Yeah. <laughs> Yes. So you, now you can literally call hawa. Yes, you will literally eat air. Yeah. But it will actually taste good. Yeah. You, well, you'll be drinking it because uh, right here in the UAE, soon enough, you can make drinking water right out of thin air. Yes, indeed. In the world of apps, though, lots and lots is happening because we're talking all about YouTube experimenting with hiding dislikes. Now, this is a very interesting way of trying to protect content creators, emotional and mm-hmm. mental health. Will it achieve what they have in mind? Well, let us know your thoughts. Yes, indeed. And we're all about privacy right here on Future Talk, ladies and gentlemen. But we're going to be talking about how a study has found out that Android phones do share 20 times more data with Google than iOS Apple phones. So Hmm. is Android not as safe (laughs) as we thought it would be? Well, I'm sure you're happy with this news today. But in the world of gadgets, we are sharing with you big inventions that are Mm -hmm. taking place. The latest of them all being an e-bike that promises more power and less noise best part about it is it's actually foldable yeah is it for free we love our free stuff but ladies and gentlemen let us know you guys thoughts 4215 do it we're going to be taking a short break but when we come back we're talking all about it to salat so ladies and gentlemen it is thursday so what you need to do every day but mm-hmm. on thursday especially you need to count your you know blessings it yes it's one of my favorite <laughs> songs a big shout out to uh Sema. Yes. let us know this song is amazing Come up. Oh, it's not the same song. Yes. Why am I stressing? I better count my blessings. It could have been, yeah. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Many people tend to take the little things in life for granted. And today's little thing in life that we are appreciating is browsing the internet because we can definitely sometimes take that for granted and autistic people definitely don't. So what Itisalat has been doing to help 
those people, especially especially because right here in the UAE, we don't call them people with disabilities. We call them people of determination. So to help them stay determined as they surf the Internet, they have launched a new web extension that will mm. make Internet browsing so much easier for those people. Yes, telecom provider Salat, we all know who and what Salat is. And the Ministry of Community Development in the UAE has launched a, a web extension that will make internet browsing easier for autistic people. Now, it's thought did team up with Belgian IT company Bliss to design the web extension. Now, from April 2nd, which is tomorrow, people will be able to download the new tool on the Google extensions page. So obviously you will need Google Chrome because you can only download Google extensions if you have the web browser, Google Chrome. Now, once activated, a standard web page will appear as an autistic-friendly one. Yes, indeed. So what we mean by having the website be autistic-friendly, the website will have very simple settings. So you're going to see neutral colors, simple fonts, simple menus, and layouts. So there's nothing too complicated, mm -hmm. nothing too bright that would agitate someone with autism. But at the same time, there will also be fewer images, fewer advertisements, and more advertisement blockers, mm -hmm. as well as uh, trying to remove anything that would create any overstimulation of the senses. Since we do know that people who struggle with autism don't want to be overstimulated at the same time. According to the World Health Organization, one in 160 children has an autism spectrum disorder so this just goes to show how common autism tends to be and why we should try and create different forms of tech that are well adjusted to this percentage of people different studies have actually shown that trying to reduce mm -hmm. all the overstimulation that we tend to see in our day-to-day -day life whether that was you know on social media platforms creating a little bit of a of a PSA before a video that has a lot of colors and a lot of sounds that, you know, this will include a lot of sounds and a lot of colors, or even just like Itzalat is doing, trying to make websites a little bit more easier to navigate through for people with autism. Yes, now people with autism are often sensitive to their environment and they have unusually delicate sensory systems, which does mean that their senses can be easily overloaded. And that can come with flashing lights, uh, different color schemes. A lot of things we have to take into consideration when we're browsing, uh, that the norm, that that the uh, a, a different person, yeah. just like me and uh, me me and Omnia, who don't have autism, right? Uh, we don't mm -hmm. actually get triggered as easily from these colors or from these flashes. But unfortunately, people with determination, people with autism, do suffer from these things. And again, uh, when we talk about autism, the number one thing that comes into my mind is my cousin who who is autistic. Yeah. Uh, certain sounds annoy him, tick him off, uh, make him uncomfortable. And uh, obviously, uh, not not a lot of websites take these things into consideration. But unfortunately, uh, that is the fact of the matter. But now we're seeing a lot teaming up with this Belgian IT company to create this web extension to make web browsing for autistic people easier and more comfortable. Absolutely. And just like you mentioned, Hani, the main trick when it comes to helping people with autism is to try and make sure that their brain is not taking on more than it can handle. So if we can remove all the overload in sensory information, then we are basically removing the confusion, the meltdowns, the anxiety, or even the physical pain that some people with autism tend to experience when their senses are basically <laughs> uh, overstimulated. Now, a lot of 
kids, especially nowadays with distance learning, they're spending more time online. So we need to do our part to help make sure that their education, their leisure, whether they are gaming or just simply looking through the internet, that that is taken care of. And yeah. for anyone who wants to go ahead and download it, it will be available yes. starting from tomorrow. You can just check out and, Salat's website and, and find it. it. It is launching on a very special day. Which is April 2nd and it is observed as the World Autism Awareness Day Which will highlight the need to help improve the quality of life of those diagnosed with this disorder So great initiative by Salat and uh, we'd like to thank them Because they are taking all types of people into consideration And as tomorrow is World Autistic Autism Awareness Day Yes We need to do what is right And we need to give a quick shout out to Big Has Because yes. he actually has a hero of a son who's named Ahmed Who has been diagnosed with autism and he is leading a completely normal and actually excelling in his life. So happy World Autism yes. Awareness Day to everyone who knows someone with mm-hmm. autism and to your cousin as well, Hani. Yes. Coming up on the show, we still have lots in store for all of you. We're going to be talking about how right here in the UAE, we can actually drink air. Yes, we will <laughs> be eating air. But ladies and gentlemen, if you're stuck in traffic, we got the song for you. It's Ahmed Safi and Sara Terblusi. I think that's the what her name is. But <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be right back. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. You're thirsty. You don't know what to do, right? You're yes. you're in the desert. You're somewhere where there's no water available. But you know what is available? Or there's so much humidity in the air. Yeah. Or you know what is available? What is available? What's always available? Oxygen. <laughs> air. And now you can make water straight out of thin air right here in the UAE. Yes, indeed. We caught we can all feel and breathe in the air around us, but not many of us up until today could actually drink that air. And since right here in the UAE we are well known for our summers, they can be pretty long and sometimes the weather is very humid. Mm-hmm. How about we make the most out of this humidity? And this is exactly what a company in the UAE's capital Abu Dhabi is currently doing. They are making it possible for people to go ahead and drink air and this is all thanks to advanced technology and a type of generators that can actually produce pure drinking water by simply filtering out air yes now we do know that there are around 37 billion liters of fresh water in the atmosphere which are stored as humidity now that water is stored as humidity in the atmosphere that we could ever need now now we have the technology that does extract humidity from air and turns it into high quality drinking water now though the technology has been around in other parts of the world this is the first time that a homegrown uae company which is based at khalifa industrial zone abu dhabi is manufacturing these generators now it will be the made in abu dhabi machine which does require electrical supply to work now when we're going to explain the technology it's a little bit complicated but we're going to try to simplify it as much as we can as possible it will calculate how much it needs to change the temperature of that air in order for it to reach its dew point example the moment when the air is about to release all of its water yes indeed so this is basically the good old condensation evaporation lessons that many people took back in school so Mm -hmm. what the machine will do is monitor and judge how much humidity is in the specific amount of air that is around us and based on that it will judge the temperature of the air and then decide whether or not it would be possible to extract all that water from the air and turn it into drinkable water Mm -hmm. so the air will actually be passing through 
through a filtration system. So if there is any dust in the air, that will be removed. And then the then it will go ahead and condense that air into water before mm-hmm. going ahead and passing it through a mineralization chamber. Yes. Finally, after all this is done, the water will actually be treated with ultraviolet light. And we all know how amazing ultraviolet rays can be to remove and disinfect, to remove any germs mm-hmm. in the water mm-hmm. and disinfect it. So this will actually help ensure the purity of the water that we will be drinking. After that, you just chill the water and it's ready to be drinked. Yeah, I mean, it's quick and simple and I like it a lot. Now, I'm just thinking about the possibilities we can have when it does come to drinking water. Now, we do know that Earth is mainly water, right? It is, yeah. There's a lot of water on on water, right? But not all of it is drinkable. Mm -hmm. And uh, why not use the air we have, the air we need? It's all around us all the time. Like, (sighs) (laughs) now imagine if I could drink this, right? (laughs) It'd be easy. I mean, it's so amazing how technology is advancing and we're seeing these type of things being implemented. I mean, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, if you said, hey, I'm going to just go grab a cup and swish the air and be like... (sighs) And, drinking water. And the thing is, you know, nowadays people have been a lot more aware of the climate change issues and the pollution situation that we are all living in. So looking, wonder, yeah. looking at it, you know, just by taking in plastic bottles of water, about 26 billion plastic bottles are made every single year. And mm-hmm. every single bottle has the potential to create a lot of problems if it's not thrown away or disposed in the right way. Now, we did ask all of you on our Instagram, Pulse95 Radio, what are your thoughts on this? Would you actually be up for drinking such type of water if you could simply get it out of a cooler? And a lot of you may not even know that it's actually coming from the humidity in the air. And about 67% are up for it. So this just goes to show how easily people are actually getting accustomed to the technology and the innovation that is coming up even if it means yeah. not drinking water the way we always knew it. I mean, uh, you don't be. really know where the water comes <laughs> from, to be honest, right? So maybe you're drinking, uh, what's it called? Air water from a long time ago. You know what like uh, my grandpa likes to call yeah. water? Sky juice. Oh, I like that. Yes, so, I actually really like that. So a joke he would be having would be he would go to go to a restaurant for example and be like hi can i have a sky juice <laughs> and this is just to show that if you yeah. make water expensive it's, it didn't come from from anything that you did yeah he'd be like can i have sky juice and everyone was like sky juice what is sky juice you know what's funny is it's this so funny. form of water is the literal definition of sky juice because yeah. it's coming from air that's up in the sky and and one great benefit to this form of water mm-hmm. which is basically creating water from the humidity in the air is that it is six times cheaper than bottled water so mm-hmm. one machine that can do the entire process is able to produce a liter of water for only 25 fils, yes. which is a very good value compared to what you would get at a, you know, for bottled water. Mm-hmm. One bottled water costs about one liter. Bottled water would cost about, I think, 1.50 dirhams. So 25 fils, you're making a lot more. And right now, the company is actually manufacturing three different machines. They are working on a 5-liter water generator for hotel rooms and different houses, a 30-liter one and a 1,000-liter one. So the 30-liter machine actually does not consume more than what a single unit of AC would. So not only is it giving us cheaper water, but it's also much better when it comes to consuming electricity. Let us know your guys' thoughts. 4215, do or on Instagram at Pulse95Radio. Would you drink water from Zaire? <laughs> but something that does come into mind, I mean, yeah. 
if we start drinking water from the air, will that reduce humidity? All right? Honestly? Yeah. That would be a perfect Because yesterday, last night was very humid. It was. Yeah, I was like, oh, is it raining? But no, it was just the air. <laughs> Taking a short break. We're going to be right back. Keep Pulse 95 locked. You're, You're listening, listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Pulse 95. Our mental health is by far the most treasured, Thing that we could potentially ever have it's what we use to stay to keep going it's what we use to get creative and be inspired and that's exactly why we need to protect it in any way we possibly can well for all content creators out there we do know that one of the things that can definitely impact how they feel about the content they create is the comments the comments are people's way of letting them know what they think of their content but a lot of the times these comments can be very annoying and they can also be very damaging for people added to that you have the like and the dislike button what if youtube decided to remove that dislike button and only keep the likes yes now youtube has announced it is experimenting with hiding dislikes to disencourage dislike mobs from deliberately downvoting videos from creators and channels this experiment is a different implementation than the solutions that the company had previously discussed but it is also similar to other attempts from other platforms like Instagram have taken to nip targeted attacks in the bud. Now, when we think about dislike videos, the most yeah. disliked video on YouTube is Justin Bieber's music video, Baby. Mm. It's the most disliked <laughs> video on YouTube. And uh, it was kind of like a challenge. Can yeah. we make it the most disliked video on YouTube? It's all fun and games, right? And uh, sometimes if uh, a content creator gets canceled, mm. people will start disliking all their videos to show kind of like an oppression or saying we don't agree with it. Now, I do believe that, yes, yeah, there should be a fine line between bullying, mm. right? But at the same time, a content creator should be held accountable for what content they put. So if it's, co- it's not an Instagram post, it's not a picture. It's mm. a video of them creating content. Right? You do like it or not. So if you don't like it, you put dislike. If you put you like, you put like. It's different. I mean, but is it really? Is it really giving? I don't know. I, I, I mean, I think on you like for Facebook, right? Mm. Facebook, Instagram. Because YouTube yes. also did disable comments for family channels. They yes. removed. They disabled the option for people yeah. to give comments. So you can't even give your opinion in a comment. Yeah. And now they're removing the dislike button. Mm. So are we only allowing and I think the message behind this is if you like it give it a like if you don't just let it be yeah but at the same I understand where where YouTube is coming from but I mean when you're a professional content creator yeah. right you will get criticism regardless I mean Quentin Tarantino he gets criticism mm. actors they get criticism mm-hmm. we're not talking to, and if you're creating content on on YouTube right yeah you are considered a professional. And if you're taking, a, if you're but putting, it's not necessarily everyone who's I'm a professional. About if the, it happens when dislike mob. If you have a lot of oh, dislikes, oh yeah, yeah, for yeah. Example, okay, right? you're talking about dislike moms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're getting True. it from a professional. Okay, absolutely. And how can I know if my content is being is is good or not? Mm. Right? How can I know if I did a good job? If people agree or disagree with which is going on? Now this brings me into the question mm. or to the topic of the well-known Little Nas X shoes. Mm that had a lot of controversy over the past couple of days about it's i'm not gonna get into it completely Mm -hmm. right but a well-known uh sneaker sneakerhead 
he got the shoe. He was sent the shoe, and he went and he uh, what's it called? It? Reviewed it. Yeah. The dislikes were a lot. There was mm. a lot of dislikes. But everyone was saying we don't dislike your content. We dislike the shoe. So we are telling you that your video was great. Production was great. Everything was great. We dislike the shoe because there's so much controversy over the shoe. But then, but then, as a content creator, that would possibly that would no, definitely. Uh, the comments are showing that yes, we don't like the shoe. Yeah, but but algorithm-wise, that would drop down. I mean, regardless, I mean, I mean, yeah. uh, you, there's so many views on the video. True. The, there, there is likes and there is dislikes. Yeah. But I mean, again, when you have when you're a content creator, when you yeah. do this for a full-time job, we get criticized by our by people around us. Yeah. Right, because sometimes we don't say the right things, or sometimes. Uh, Oh, we need to improve in a certain area. Yeah. So how can someone know what type of content they're putting out if it's good or or, or, or appropriate mm. if there's no dislikes or likes? Do you support, though, having it stay on if it would cause people to start attacking other people by constantly disliking? Just like you said with the different okay, videos. Let, so, like, if I, if I have something against Tani, I will basically create my own... I don't know. Cult, but there's dislike bots, dislike team, mobs. Yes. Yeah, and and go ahead and just keep disliking all of your videos. Okay. Mm. Now this is where YouTube should put a a limit, right? To how limit many on what? No. To how many? Uh, let's say they remove the the dislike option, right? Yeah. But only for people under a hundred thousand subscribers, mm. right? So let's now a million subscribers on YouTube is very obtainable now. Yeah. Right. A lot of people have a million subscribers. So when you get that million subscriber mark. Now your content can be disliked. Disliked. It will show how many people dislike it. I like that because yeah. at one million you are a professional. True. I I, I think um, Instagram, uh, YouTube gives out uh, the plaque at one hundred thousand subscribers. Yes. So from your first plaque, that means you have now made it. Mm. Why would they give out a plaque? Because you have now made it. You are now. I at like the, the idea. Hundred thousand mark of enabling it at a million, not at a hundred thousand. Because a lot of people nowadays, when they start, when they're just starting out, they would hit hundred hundred k. You know, not necessarily. Again, I don't. I don't know the statistics yeah. when it does come to. I'm just giving, throwing out yeah. ran, random numbers. But you have a point because as a creator, you yeah. find out whether your audience likes content or doesn't like content based on mm-hmm. how many likes and dislikes mm-hmm. it gets. So if you're removing the ability for me as a viewer to give you my opinion on this content, yeah. then I'm just simply gonna stop watching. You know, I'm. I, my opinion is not valid here. Now, now, I, I'm again. You guys know that I'm big on anti-bullying. I'm yeah. very big, right? But yeah. at the same time, I do kind of feel that this this generation, this 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 phase we're in, is very sensitive. But people mm. here are ve- the people in general are very sensitive on the internet. Anything annoys them. Anything is offensive to them. Which, They're not sure of what they yeah. want to do. So any any word can sway them yeah. back and forth. Which again, everyone's feelings is valid. But at the yeah. same time, are we over exaggerating things? Hmm. You know, are we yeah. over exaggerating things? But Going back to the dislikes and likes again, let's say a movie, right? Mm-hmm. You have you have a percentage of how many Reviews. people like it and yeah. not like it. There are critics, there are movie critics. Again, this or we're not going to have critics anymore True. because it hurts the actor's feelings. <laughs> no, I mean yeah, that's the thing. You are you are in a profession. Art is subjective, yeah. so people can like it, people, people can like dislike it, it yeah. and it's it should. Be. I think I think if if YouTube, they're also considering another option, which is to completely hide both. 
likes and dislikes. It's not fun. Or hide the numbers. So you will see it likes and dislikes, but you won't know how percentage many. Percentage, maybe? Yeah, percentages. It's the same thing, I feel. That's the thing. I feel like at the end of the day, people should have the option to give their opinion on it because YouTube is basically driven by an audience, not just by the creator themselves. Exactly. That's yeah. why I'm talking about you. Because YouTube, I mean, anyone, I can post a YouTube video right yeah. now. Right now, I can post a YouTube yeah. video. Okay. But the thing is, when it's Instagram and, and, and Facebook and people want to compete with likes with one another, because it's so simple. You put picture and you're good to go. It's not that tiring to put out a picture on Instagram yeah. of a selfie. With YouTube, there is it's, a lot of you have editing, editing, creativity, format, oh, so thoughts, many things. hashtags. It's, 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 it's a full-time a job. job. It's, yeah. it's a job. So when you're at that, that you're a content creator and you're, you can be considered a professional content yeah. creator, you should be held accountable for your content. I think YouTube can do a much better job at using AI to track yeah. when there are bots basically yeah, I mean, providing yeah. all the dislikes and not just a dislike every hour, yeah. every few minutes because of actual viewers. Fix your, fix your AI. Yeah, exactly. Not just remove the whole option of giving yeah. your opinion. I mean, it's very, very important. Actually, I didn't like that option at all. I mean, what do you mean I can't dislike a YouTube video? <laughs> I, I don't dislike a lot. I mean, sometimes I just leave it be. But yeah, but you want to be able. I see something like, oh yeah. man, what is this? Dislike. True. You know? Let us know your thoughts. Are you on our side or do you believe the same way we think? YouTube should basically give us as viewers the option to dislike any video that we don't enjoy watching. Coming up on the show, we have a very interesting study all about whether or not Androids are as safe as we think they are when we compare them to Apple. Yes. I want you guys to remember me, though, because <laughs> we're going to take like a short break. They won't forget you. Short breaks. So I'm sure they won't they forget you. They need to remember me, <laughs> right? We're coming back in a bit. You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse. 95. Check this out. Check this out. Oh, 95. It doesn't make my heart beat anymore, ladies What, Android or Apple? And, I mean, I kind of suspected it. I suspected it. And what we're talking about, mm -hmm. what's sus today, mm -hmm. is that studies do find mm -hmm. that Android phones do share 20 times more data with Google than iOS does with Apple. We do need to clarify that this is a study that was done by a professor of computer science in Dublin. And what he found was actually something that caused a lot of commotion between Android and Apple users. Since a typical Android handset, people, a lot of people use it. You find it in Samsungs, you, Samsungs. you find it in Samsung phones, Huawei phones, Xiaomi, they all run on Android operating system. But to know that they give inform, they can, they can give 20 times more information back to their provider than what Apple phones or iPhones would give back to iOS is just mind-boggling. The way this study was done is also interesting because that professor had both iOS and Android devices continuously collecting and sending back what they would call telemetry data back to Apple and Google. So this would basically mean any information that would be, let's say, as little as inserting a SIM card into the phone to even interacting with different applications and hardware. So all types of information were included in this study. And what they found out or what that researcher found out is that data collection routines can run even when a user is not logged. So even if your phone is not on, your phones are communicating back with that provider. Yes. Now, what we do find out or late find out uh, who is the professor at Dublin University that iOS shares information relating to the IMEI 
hardware serial number and the SIM serial number, phone number, device IDs, just a lot of uh, technical things. But let's go into something, a, a, a uh, language that we all understand, right? Yeah, even Wi-Fi yeah. addresses. So yeah. what stands out is the number of information or the amount of information collected. Now, according to this professor's research, Android sends out one megabyte of data to Google Startup, right? When it starts up. While iOS only sends Apple roughly 42 k uh, k kilobytes. KB, yeah. kilobytes. Now, when a handset is idle, Android sends another one megabyte every 12 hours when compared to about 52 kilobytes from iOS. So we're looking at a double when it comes. Yes, and when you t compare that in the bigger picture, in 12 hours, Google will basically harvest about 1.3 terabytes of data from its users. While on the other hand, Apple actually sends only 5.8 gigabytes every 12 hours. Yes. And that's from all of the users or the majority of the Apple users. Yeah, so one terabyte yeah. is 1,000 gigabytes. Mm. So we're seeing that Apple is going 5.8. Let's round it to 6. Mm. Wow. Uh, what's it called? Google is doing 1.3 terabytes. Terabytes so, are, I think, how many? 1,000 gigabytes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're looking at around 1,000 times mm. more. Basically. Yeah. And so, it's... so I guess uh, the secret's out. <laughs> Android. And uh, we do know that a lot of people and a lot of companies and a lot of governments now are kind of tackling, especially the European Union, they're tackling what kind of data is shared to Apple, to Android, yeah. to uh, companies like Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, etc., so, what is the safer alternative? I guess we will be seeing in the coming days, in the coming weeks, in the coming mm -hmm. months, maybe iOS is safer. Because maybe iOS knew something like this was going to happen. Yeah. Apple knew something like this was going to happen in the coming. And they're already saving face. Yes. And actually, Google responded back to this researcher's uh, studies and findings. And they said that they don't believe his methodology was right. They believe that there was a lot of flaws in collecting that data. And the core function of any connected device depends on much more than what he was taking into consideration. But we will leave the decision for you. What mm -hmm. do you think? Are you if you're an avid, you know, an avid Android user or an avid Apple user, let us know. Do you think that the device you're currently using is safer than Apple? That's if you're using Androids. In my opinion, I don't think any for I mean, Apple has had its mishaps. They've had their faults in the past, but they can definitely be a lot more secure than Android devices, especially because mm -hmm. there's so many barriers that come to a certain hack, to creating an app that you would like Apple users to be able to use. Our text lines are open, 4215, do it to yes. or sign into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. But it is the weekend and it is Thursday. So if you are in the mood of getting some physical activity in and going on some biking activities, we have the perfect bike mm -hmm. coming up for you in just a few moments. Yes, but Android Secret <laughs> is out, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, because Android Secret is out, we have a song called Secrets by Jack Slayman. <laughs> This is Pulse 95. Gadget of the day. New tech you might want to play with. Pulse 95. New tech that you might want to play with or even ride this weekend because yes. we're talking about bikes. A lot of people right here in the UAE have been getting more and more into biking. Especially scootering. Scootering, yes. Yeah. Electric scootering. Especially because of the amazing weather that we have had that is slowly telling us goodbye with the beginning of April. But... 
There's a new e-bike that is promising more power, less noise, and also less space because yeah. this bike is actually foldable. Yes, and uh, with every bike comes a very necessary, nece- ne- oh my necessary, God. necessary. <laughs> oh my God, I forgot that word. Accessory, right? Because yes. I want to rhyme a word. Anyways, <laughs> so let's say you're driving or you're riding down Buhaira Corniche, right? Mm. I see a group of people. They need to move. We start going. You know my favorite part of any bike is that the bell. The bell. Bring, 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 bring. Move. Bring, <laughs> bring, bring. I love it, man. But uh, we're talking about Go Cycles for folding G4 e-bike. Now they promise more power and less noise. Now Go Cycle, which is the maker of some of the most eye-catching and adaptable electric bikes on the planet, is back with its fourth generation e-bike, the G4 series. And it does bring a new motor, better tires, lighter carbon fiber fiber components, and more to approve upon upon what's already known as one of their favorite e-bikes. But before you get a little bit too excited, (laughs) we have to know, you have to know that the G4 range, and we're talking about price, right? Yes. Take a deep breath with me, ladies and gentlemen, right? We're talking about $3,099. So we're talking about $4,000. Let's do it three point times 6.3. Yes, 4,000 times 3.67. Yes, Yes. We're looking at a total Mm. of around 12,100 dirhams. Oh my heart. It is a hefty price, but let's talk a little bit about benefits of e-bikes because they're not like your typical bike that was... Back in the day, you know, it's it's still being used up until today, but e-bikes are actually easier to use because they have rechargeable batteries. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at being able to cycle faster than other people would with a normal bike, getting to your destination a lot quicker and also getting better in shape. Usually e-bikes are lower in cost. In this case, this is a little bit on a premium version of an e-bike, but this new motor is definitely a great change and a great one to have for anyone who is really into e-bikes reaching their destination without using cars and it's also foldable. They're fun. They're fun. You know, my friend uh, yeah. the other, a couple of weeks ago, mm. uh, he came to, to the Medjlis, yeah. right? In an, on an e-bike? Oh uh, no, scooter. on an e-scooter. <laughs> I'm like, what? Because they live in the same neighborhood. I'm like, yeah. what? He's like, yeah, why should I waste petrol, man? I got the e-bi- e-scooter. I'm like, wallah, let me try it. And I tried it, and I thought at the beginning, I just hit go and it goes. No, you got to get some momentum first. Ah. You got to go. So they do want you to have some physical activity so the electricity starts to generate, right? Mm. So I go, and I'm like, whoa. If I lived closer to work, I'd 100% (laughs) take it. And now I know what the crave is when it does come to these e-bikes and e-transportation. They're definitely becoming increasingly popular right here in the UAE. I want, I, you know what I want, Omnia? What? A Tesla. A te- oh, yes. My friend, he Just got a Tesla. Just yesterday, I saw the tiniest Tesla my eyes have ever laid eyes on, and I was in love. It was white, sleek. You, you know, Omnia, my friend, he bought a Tesla, mm. and he's telling me, he's like, it's a different experience than it driving is. a car. He's like, it's amazing. I would want a Tesla, I would buy a Tesla, but the thing is mm. that I live in an apartment, mm. right? I live in a building. Mm. So for them to put a, uh, charging, a charging station, station, it's a big, big deal. Yeah. So if I lived in like a villa or something, 100% electric. I mean, who doesn't want to just kick back and relax <laughs> the future talk while the car drives itself? <laughs> 
no no effort at all placed into driving your car and it also comes with a lot of features one of the features i heard of is you can even have a fireplace in your tesla yeah and you can like uh it will play the noise it will even give you, you can all change the your feel. horn yeah wow. <laughs> could be like my my voice beep oh not beep it. move 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 it's gonna be oh fun but ladies and gentlemen we do hope you have an amazing Thursday. Yes, indeed. It is our favorite day of the week. Thursday has given us, given us, given yeah. us its blessings. And we are excited and to... It's April 1st. It is April 1st. So it's April Fool's Day. Please be careful. Yeah. <laughs> Take precautions if you have any friends or family. Whatever they send you could be gonna, 50% right, 50% false. I'm going to fool myself today, Omnia. By? Eating junk food and say it's healthy. <laughs> What a way to fool yourself. Perfect way. April Fool's, honey. Pizza. Macaroni. April Fool's. Not only is it April Fool's, it's it's also Thursday. It's Thursday. (laughs) Enjoy yourself. But ladies and gentlemen, you guys need to take care as the COVID-19 pandemic is alive and well, unfortunately. It's not an April's fool. (laughs) Yes. It's a 2020-2021 Fool's Day. Uh, They say it's going to be until 2023. Who knows? Mm. Well, we just want to wish you a blessed Thursday. Stay safe. Keep your loved ones safe and make sure you keep Pulse95 locked because our shows will keep you entertained on this sunny, sunny Thursday. We'll see you again on Sunday, same time, same place, only here from from 2 to 3 p.m., only here on Pulse95. And ladies and gentlemen, we know this is our finest hour. (laughs) Abir. I like the name Abir. Abir. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.